North Otago. It's rich in history and strong in character. And you have found the podcast that celebrates all that is good within our district. Join Gary and Damien every week as they either interview a legend or someone who is putting North Otago on the map yet again. North Otago legends, up-and-comers, and a bit of history. The name says it all. Gary, the year is racing by already, isn't it? Oh, it is. Yeah. What are we, February? February. Yeah. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah, well into February now. Um, notice that we video I put up about the Ross Brothers got a lot of traction online. Yeah. Oh, mate, I didn't know so many people knew them or were in the video. It seems like every second person in Omri was in that video. Yeah, no, it certainly got some um, some comments on it. Yeah. And, yeah, for something you didn't know that it even happened. And, uh, you know, it was good to bring that back yeah. into people's awareness. I was awareness. trying to figure out. I, I don't think I was in Omri at the time. I yeah. only you know, had two times when I was out of the town and I was then. <laughs> but um, if you're wondering what we're talking about, the amazing video by the Ross Brothers, very talented band, uh, went to St Kevin's School. And they released a video, and lots of Omru people were in there. It's on our Facebook page, North Otago Legends Up and Comers, and a bit of history. And that is a bit of history. So we are true to our name. Bit of a cultural history for North Otago. Yeah, and today we've got a nice young up and comer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, even he's smiling at that one. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> are you getting another 20 years out of him in oh, North look, Otago or I'm, not? I'm pretty sure he's only partway through yeah, uh, all of his achievements. Yeah, halfway through season. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, I'll let you introduce him. Yeah, well, and again, another great pleasure to introduce our, our guest today. So today we've got Ralph Darling. So welcome to Ralph. It's great to have you here. Uh, thanks very much, guys, for um, getting in contact and, and getting me uh, into the show. Um, Hunter did give me a heads up that these might be callings. So <laughs> yeah, I oh, did good. expect it, but I, I was trying to dodge it. Yeah, we were tracking you down. We would have found you. We would have come to your house one way or the <laughs> other. So we're so glad that you came in and voluntary. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm guessing yeah. you're probably scared of Hunter. She, you know, she gets the gender way out or something. Yeah, yeah you yeah, know, we had yeah, the gender a few cousins. times yeah. growing up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there was. A, she and did. on that, she did say babysitting you. Yeah. Yeah. You sometimes cause a bit of trouble. Can you confirm or deny yeah, that? No, I don't. No, no. No, I can't. No comment on that one. No comment. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, obviously you come across as a little angel all the time. But That's right. Hannah had a different story. Yeah. yeah. So I guess the guy we see on the rugby field was the one Hannah had uh, disciplined when she was babysitting. <laughs> well, maybe she channeled him. Yeah, channeled yeah. him. Yeah. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Hey, um, so we're really interested in finding out about you. You obviously, we know a wee bit about your family and your cousins. But I'm um, really interested to know who you are and what's made you. So first and foremost, uh, were you born or and raised in North Otago or what was your journey to North Otago? Um, well, I wasn't born here. Um, I was the second son of Ron and Tema Darling and my mum had a wee bit of trouble with my brother. He was quite big as a baby, so yeah. she had to get shipped down to Queen Mary and then I was the second one, so they took her down there too. But pretty sure uh, I was conceived here. Yeah. But uh, we won't go in any more into that. No, that'll do. Yeah. Yeah. And so when did you come back to North Otago? Ah, uh, when I was probably a couple of days old. Two days old. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. good. So how long had your parents been here? Um, my father was born and bred here right. in uh, North Otago. Mm -hmm. uh, went to Ardgown School and then my mother came over from Samoa, um, went to... Wellington, Dunedin, and then settled here when um, when my father and mother got together. Yeah. Oh, nice. 
Oh, very good. And um, so, yeah, it'd been an interesting upbringing with um, just just uh, learning, you know, being in one culture and learning different another culture and so on. Oh, definitely. Um, 100%. I think I was really blessed to be given the best of both worlds mm-hmm. to see um, and experience my cultural side, which is um, I still hold very, very dear in my heart. And then also the, um, the Kiwi side from um, my dad. Mm. So you, you lived in Omaru, uh when you you know when you came back from hospital from yep. being born. Yeah, you, you, yep. you're in Omaru. I, and I think he can still live with his parents, Gary. So yeah, where are <laughs> you going does. with his questions? Yeah, yeah. He probably does. <laughs> yeah. But um, so it wasn't outside Omaru, It was actually no, in no, town. No, we're right in town. And yep. um, yeah, what was what was life like growing up for you? Um, loved it. Absolutely loved growing up in Omaru. Um, like you've heard from my cousins, Sene and Hannah, that have been on. Um, you know, it wasn't always easy, but what we had was was awesome. And and, uh, and growing up in Omaru, everything was here, everything we needed. We didn't always have everything, but we had enough, and um, we got by. Yeah. So how big was your family? Um, just myself and my older brother, Wayne, mum, dad, and then... My younger brother, Manalua, uh, his his mother passed away when he was quite young, so he, he came and lived with us right. and yeah. grew up with us too. School-wise, what did you, where did you go? Um, Omri North School. Mm-hmm. Um, followed in my cousin's footsteps. Yep. And then uh, OIS, as you do, and then uh, School of Legends, Waitaki Boys. <laughs> well Excellent. Said. Yeah. Well said, yeah. yeah. You get a nod of agreement there <laughs> yeah. from the two of us. Um, yeah, so talking through, were you, you're known for your rugby exploits, but um, starting off at North School, what other sports or academic, what did you get into? What were you excited about as a young boy? Ah, just just love old sports, sports mad, anything. Yeah. Anything that I could give a go, I did. Yeah. Um, back then, we were lucky enough to have T-ball. Um, I don't think it's here anymore, along with softboards, un- unfortunately. You know, that's the way times are now, that's gone. But, yeah, I played a lot of T-ball, a lot of cricket, a lot of rugby, a wee bit of mini-ball, just anything really that got us out of the house. Yep. Mm. Very good. And um, some some of your mates you used to knock around with from North School, do you still catch up with? I think they all might be in uh, Milton at the moment. Oh, so <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no I still, still have a wee bit to do with some of them, but a lot yeah. of them have moved out of the district. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, how did you go at school? You know, were, were there any favourite teachers, any uh, influences that uh, worth noting? Uh, not really. I, I just enjoyed my time there. I enjoyed going to school. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed eating my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just enjoyed the whole, you know, the whole process of getting up and, and going to hang out with your friends for the day. Yeah. And um, I do remember whenever um, it would be school photos day, uh, me and my brother would tell Mama school photos day. So she would give us a haircut, <laughs> which was terrible, terrible. And then she, I don't know why, but in the 90s, I think it was a thing that, you know, your brothers and if you had brothers or sisters or, or that your mum would dress you up as twins. Yeah. So we'd wear the same outfit too. <laughs> so here we yeah. were, two fat kids walking into school photos and dressed as, dressed as twins. Yeah. And uh, we always crack up when we see those photos now. Yeah, I think I've got some of those photos around. Yeah. And is that knitted cardi? Did yeah, you have one of them? Yeah, we had plenty Green of those. Or brown knitted cardi. I think we had a lot of those. Yeah. 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 
So I don't know if you know. I probably took those photos. Yeah, I did here on a previous podcast. Yeah. And that was you. Yeah. So yeah. You might remember two fat kids. I can't remember two wee fat kids, but yeah. But the good thing is they're probably blurry and you can't get the <laughs> yeah. track who they are because he's, he's, yeah. Yeah. You know? No. no. God. Too far? <laughs> um, that's great memory. Well, it's a funny memory, yeah, and that stands out for you. But you're obviously more afraid of mum. You didn't put a change of clothes in the bag. But no. You, you knew to, she'd check on those yeah, photos. Yeah, when she'd seen those photos, if she didn't see what we were wearing, yeah, yeah, it was game over. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, very. Yeah, no, she's a, good, she's a real character, your mum. She is, definitely. Yeah, so that would have been interesting growing up with a, someone as uh, out there as she is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she she was involved um, with a, a sister, isn't it? The, mm. toy. So, um, yeah, they, they were in the uh, joint, or created the um, Women's Pacifica group. So, yeah, did, we, did you have much involvement around there, that uh, sort of things? We were always there. Yeah. Um, whenever they were somewhere, we were somewhere with them. Yep. Um, just, just yeah, I can. I just remember that was a lot of our weekends. We would um, take our culture out into the community and share, you know, the little we knew at that stage about where our parents had come from. Mm-hmm. So we would be doing various dances or, you know, sharing food with the community, just whatever, really, to try and, and, you know, close the gap Mm. back then because back then there wasn't a lot of Pacific Islanders in town and um, just the way things are now, it's it's a lot more, it's a lot colourful now Mm. than what it was back then. Yeah, so as someone from Samoan heritage, uh, how do you get on with the Tongans? Because they definitely dominate the numbers here, don't they? Oh, definitely, 100%. But um, they're all great people. Yeah. Um, they're similar philosophies to the Samoans, you know, happy people, happy, you know, Family happy-go-lucky, fairly orientated. Yeah. Round meal, round, yeah. round church, round, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. As long as you're not playing each other at rugby. Yeah, that's right. That's you're when more. it gets a bit... Uh, Clubs come off. A bit niggly, yeah. Did you ever struggle with your the Samoan side and then the um, your father's side from being from New Zealand? Did you ever, or you could uh, you know um, assimilate into both cultures just as well? Or how did you how did you get on as a young boy? I no, I mean it was quite a long time ago. I can't really remember the ins and outs, but yeah. I do remember my father being around family functions and. Yeah and not being able to understand a lot of what was going on and things like that. So mum had to explain to him and yeah. mum's brothers would always have a few beers and that would lighten our mood and, you know, then yeah. don't know what language they were all talking, but they were communicating pretty <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, doing well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then for you as well, like, so you're fluent in Samoan and, yeah. Oh, a little bit. Yeah. Mum would mum would talk to us in Samoan and we'd yeah. just respond in English. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, um you got through North School, went to Intermediate, yep. and yeah, how, how was that for you? Um, just the transition that you had to make, I guess. A uh, lot, lot new more face, uh, new faces. Mm-hmm. So then it was a lot more friendships, um, and then yeah, really enjoyed my time there too. Did you get? Um, I mean, obviously, sport was going to feature a lot in later life, but mm-hmm. were, were you getting? Um, you know, d- d- deciding which sports you were going to be playing more at that time or were you still covering the whole gamut? Yeah, I was probably more focused on my rugby and cricket just because that was probably more popular around, more accessible back mm-hmm. then. Yep. So then, yeah, I probably concentrated a bit more on that. Yeah. And then off to high school? 
Ending off the high school. Well, yeah. you, and then that would have been a big shot too. Bigger school, more boys, no girls. How did you find that? Yeah, my, my older brother, uh, Wayne, he he taught me a lot of, he told me a lot of stories about, you know, if you get smart to the seniors, then they, yeah. they sort you out pretty quick. So you better, you know, and if you if you wear the wrong, you know, whatever, whatever, that you get bullied. and If you walk across the quad. Yeah, if you walk across the quad, don't do that, yeah. don't do that. So, yeah, we were... Oh, I was terrified. I didn't <laughs> sleep before my first day at yeah. third form or year nine, I think that is now. So, mm. but then when I went there, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it was. I just, yeah, no, it was awesome. Yeah, I loved every day of it. Yeah, that's good. Mm. And you stay right to um, yes, right till the end. Seven form. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Prefect. Ah, uh, yes, prefect. Which house? Lee House. Ah, very good. And you played rugby. You didn't sound convincing. Oh, it wasn't Forrester House. So no. Lee, oh, Longs was it? Yeah, country yeah. boy. It yeah, wasn't Forrester. It wasn't Sutherland either. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Yeah. Never mind. Um, so that's good. And you sports, you play cricket and rugby for the school? Uh, yes, I was lucky enough to be captain of the first 11 and the first 15 in my last year. Seriously? Both? So, yeah, both. So oh, was, wow. We've got an absolute sporting legend here, Gary. Ah, oh, no, I don't know about that. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it was cool. It was cool time. Another Goldie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about that. Tell us about when, what age did you make the first 11 and what age did you make the first 15? Um, I did four years in the first 15 and then probably three and a bit in the first 11. So yeah. what, what, role, what, what position did you play in rugby? Uh, anywhere in the front row, a wee bit of number eight. Yeah. yeah. And in uh, cricket? In cricket, I was opening batsman predominantly, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, making records along the way? Not really, no. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't at that level, but yeah, I was just, just happy to be pre- involved, really. Pretty good at hitting the ball, yeah. though. Because yeah. um, Ali probably paved a wee way for you, too. Did he teach you a good fiend, or did he? Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, we spent a lot of time in the backyard growing up. Yeah. We were just honing our skills and, yeah. and doing whatever we could to just, yeah, just to fill in time, really, but... How important that was now looking back at yeah. the hand-eye coordination and, yeah. you know, the, all the skill sets that we learned from yeah. just mucking around in the backyard were, were, were really good. Yeah. And so you probably were about the only Pacifica in the rugby team at that time or was there a few others? Uh, there wasn't many. There no. was probably a sprinkle. And then we started doing uh, the scholarships. Yeah. So then we started bringing them in um, just to boost the rugby side. Yeah. The uh, the basketball system, we're bringing in scholarships, bringing in boys from America to, to top mm. them up, and, and they were they were next level. They were they yeah. were really good. Yeah. Yeah, certainly made a major change, you know, right through the ranks at school and, yeah. and, and beyond school. So, yeah, because it, it, it so, it's pretty challenging when you're a small population and uh, – yeah, trying to find all the right skills and, and experience and so on. Yeah. But you obviously brought something to the both teams, and that uh, was that was seen. You um, some leadership skills in there. Yeah, I don't know. I was a bit. I was pretty surprised with the cricket. Like to be given the, the captaincy of the cricket. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rugby, I was pretty established. It was kind of like everyone kind of knew that that was going to happen. Yeah. And it, it just went that way, yeah. Yeah. So who'd you play with at Boys High that time that went on to play, like North Targa and that? Any um, mates that carried, you kept playing with right through the grades then into the North Targa? Or was Ross Hay around those days? No, nah, he's wee bit older than me. Older. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Peter Breen? Oh. Rugby Bricks? Yeah, Rugby Bricks. We rugby had him Bricks. on the podcast. Yes, yes, I heard that one. That's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That guy's amazing. He's done really well. Yeah. It's awesome. He's put the hard work in, yeah. hard work in to yeah. get to where he is. 
But what a great story. Yeah. So he was around? Yep, so he was you, around. you can credit with, you know, teaching him a few things. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and his brother was um, yep. just as good, they yep. reckon? Robbie. Yep. Robbie was very good too. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. He was probably more academic. Pete was more the sportsman. Okay. But they were both very good. Yeah. 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 And did you get to play with your brother in the first? Did he? No, he had an injury when he was younger, which oh, okay. they said uh, if you play rugby, it kind of would risk Hurt. further. Yeah. Yeah. So what did he find to do instead? Ah, uh, he was into his music. Yeah. Yeah. He left school quite early and just plotted away and now he's living in Melbourne. Is he? Yeah. Still a musician or? Not really. More just like, a, a, you know, just yeah. jamming here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. So what sort of subjects did you do on the way through? I did a bit of everything. I did uh, graphics, I did PE, um, mathematics, English. Uh, what else What else was there? Science. Did you do a bit of woodwork? Did a wee bit of woodwork, a bit of metalwork. That's where all the cabs went to those. Uh, <laughs> ag, agriculture was hey, big. Hey, I did <laughs> Mr Moore was awesome. Mr Moore, let's play that game. Yeah. So Mr McIntosh would have been a yeah, PE teacher. Yeah, he was. Gary, he was. was he there when you were there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mr Moore was in the ag yeah. department. Um, Mr Blackbeard turned up. He would have still been there when yep. you were there. Was, was Neil Craig there when you were there? Neil Craig yep. was there. He was there, was there, too. there? Yeah. yeah, look, it's not... Either those guys are really old and been there for a long time, no offence, um, or we're closer together in age than we thought, us three. Dave Evenden? Yes, Mr yep. Evenden. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Trying to think of the ones that were there for a long time. Mr Slater? Yep. Yeah. He yeah. just finished when I got there. Yeah. Oh, now, the best one was you missed out on Stan Lowe. Oh, now, yeah. That was the best. You would have, do you get caned by Stan Lowe, Gary? No. No, <laughs> I didn't get it. caned by many. To be fair, I don't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> they got you were lucky, Ralph. They got rid of caning mm. when I went to school. So um, Doug yeah. Bell, though. Yeah, okay. Doug yeah. Bell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, back to you. So um, after school, what was your journey? Where did you? What did you end up doing? Um, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do, and I didn't want to go down to university and not do anything. Yeah. So. Uh, a sure quality of math back as it was back then. Come, they did a visit to the school asking if anyone wanted to be to join as a meat inspector and, and do the courses and that, and then go into that. So I thought, oh, I don't really know what I'm doing. I might look at that for a year. Yep. And I did that. So I did the six month study and whatever it took. And then became a meat inspector and and plotted away at that for four or five years before I joined Alliance. Yep. Um, and then became a beef boner, uh, which is what I'm still doing now. Okay. Yeah. You wouldn't go back to meat inspecting? I'm sure that'd be easier on the body, or you don't mind the bone, beef boning? Yeah, it was it was boring for me. Was it? Just standing there, yeah. conveyors going past, you're just watching it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I prefer to be doing something, and that's what I'm doing Physical. now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough work. Yeah. But uh, we're well paid for what we do, and I'll give them a wee plug, because they do quite a lot for the, well, employ quite a lot of the community, mm. and um, I think without them... Uh, There'd be a few empty houses along the street, so yeah, um, probably also you know what they pay us is really really well. You know, to my department, uh, you know, six figure sums every year yeah. to do a job that we don't really have any other skills. We wouldn't be able to do anywhere else. So yeah. it gives us a home, really. Um, yeah. So it's given me a home for the last fifteen or so years. So, um, but in saying that, 
uh, my journey with them, I'm hoping to to move on and uh, do something different. Do they know that yet, or do we? <laughs> oh, they'll know that when they listen to this. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, are you, should we go there? What's your What's your dream? What's your passion? What are you looking at? Or do you want to keep that to yourself for now? Oh, not really. I'm just having a look at what's around. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to get something community based. Yeah, uh, be out and about and just doing whatever I can, really. Yeah. So you you know you've gone back to the academic world to, to a degree, um, literally to a degree. Yeah. Um, you, you got a scholarship through the um, the uh, the program. <laughs> thanks very much <laughs> through through the program that we ran, and um, you were one of the ten who got one of those, and and one of the ten who passed and got your degree just uh, a few months ago. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, just um, take this opportunity once again to thank you, Gary, and uh, the the steering committee for the opportunity and it was um you know all 10 that took it on all passed and hopefully um we can all use those degrees to better the better the community really mm. and better ourselves and our families okay just pretend i don't know nothing about what you were talking <laughs> about here just you, you, what you, was you pretend the, really well yeah 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 just pretend i have no idea um so what was the incentive what was it what did you sign up for how long did it take what was the degree and what why did north otago offer so, this service? so if we yeah, yeah go back to the start i mean it was basically a joint initiative um with the otago um politic and the um, MSD and ourselves, um, so yeah, a bit of a group looking at ten scholarships for Maori and Pacifica people, yeah. and um, with the idea of you know getting people who are in work, they're in some sort of leadership roles and so yeah. on, but they don't necessarily have the qualifications. So Brilliant. that was what we we're looking at. Yeah, and then you know doing a bit of assessment of prior learning, and then what what were the gaps that needed to be filled? And did people have to apply, or did you choose them? People had to be. To, to, had to apply. Yep. So have you, Ralph, so you heard about this and thought, that's me? Yep, definitely. I thought, yep. well, why not? What a challenge. Yep, what a challenge. So what degree did you sign up for? Uh, an applied management degree. Yep. Uh, speciali- uh, Specialising in sports management. Yep. And was lucky enough to take that off after about 13, 14 months. Brilliant. So got that. Um, so yeah. talk a wee bit about that process, though, because, you know, I know different ones had different experiences and so on that were on it, but... Um, Pretty much everyone had to work pretty hard, had to learn a whole lot of new skills around essay writing and all that sort of thing. So, how how was that challenge for you? Yeah, the biggest the biggest challenge I faced was time management, like being working full time and then having trainings most nights of the week, and then having to find ten hours a week to knuckle down and actually, you know, do that. I found quite quite tricky and quite hard sometimes, and something had to give, and it was, oh, I might drop that off, oh, no, I can't, these guys, you know, and then you got your family at home as well, and they need time, mm-hmm. they need time with dad and, and you know, and, and your wife and things like that, so, yeah, that was probably my trickiest, but I did weeks where I did nothing, and then weeks where I did everything, yep. and then just had to just juggle things around, and um. Um, yeah, and no, I'm happy I got there in the end. Yeah, and would recommend it to anybody that that was given that opportunity to do it in the future. Yeah, that's exciting. So, does pretty much watch your space. There's something there you feel you want to branch out or push yourself or challenge yourself or be more involved in the community. So that's what you're looking for. Definitely. All right. So if you listen to this podcast, <laughs> and I can recommend this young man. Can you re- recommend him, do Gary? Oh, absolutely. That's two references, and um, give him a job. Six-figure salary to do sports management. 
Maybe he could manage the new uh, uh, centre we're getting built. He, he could do lots of things. He could do lots of it. Look at that. Thank you. When yeah. do I start? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, so we sort of skipped past a wee bit. You referred to training most nights and things. Yeah. So, yeah, along the way, rugby became even bigger in your life and you got into the North Otago team and, and so on. So talk us a bit through, you know, club rugby, getting selected for North Otago first time. How did that all go? Oh, just uh, it's hard to talk about because of just it's just been part of my life for so long, and I don't know where to start. But I guess as you do when you leave school, you find a club, and and you find uh, and as a JAB, as a junior rugby player, I was at Old Boys, so you know made that obvious step to go back there, and I had a lot of friends at high school leaving the same time as me and they all went to Alliance as well and they all went went to Old Boys so naturally we took that step together and we went to Old Boys which at the time weren't sure if they were going to have a team they were struggling and um, just with some good people there um, they made it work and uh, my first year I think we won the competition um, and then after that yeah, North Otago uh, was selected for them and then just chipped away uh, probably I was a lot younger but bigger back then because I just ate and drank whatever I wanted didn't really look after myself that well uh, and then it wasn't probably until a couple of years where I established myself as um, like a in the team mm. I was in and out sort of and then yeah got so you got crack. a bit more serious about yeah, it yeah. serious about diet and yeah, things and, and yeah. gym and, yeah. Yeah. and training harder than what I was and yeah so you you went in there. What position did you go in as? Ah, uh, just the utility front row. Right. So just so one carried two, on. Yeah, yeah, carried on from where I was. <laughs> yeah. And um, did you? Yeah, did you make one of the positions your own? I did in the end. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the big question: How many games do you play for North Otago? Oh, hundred twenty, maybe. Hundred twenty games for North Otago. Yeah. That's fantastic. Over how many years do you know? Because you still put the boots on last year, didn't you? I was on the bench last year and I was coaching as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah, oh, hold on. It would be 15 years? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Years. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you hold the record or does Le- someone like Lemmy, does he got more games than you? Or I think we almost ended up on the same. Is that right? Yeah. Um, I think Ross Hayes got the record. Is he really? Yeah, and he oh, deserves Bones. the record. Yeah, Bones. He yeah. Is, he's a great guy. He's a good man. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that's and so your your pathway and in, in the rugby, you've seen a lot change. You've seen a lot of different coaches. Yeah. Um, favorite year, favorite team. Like, um, it would be hard to go past to twenty nineteen when we won the Mead Cup here. Yep. At home, uh, it was a special bunch of guys. Yeah. Really Just was. clicked. Yeah, it was. Um, there was no egos. Everybody bought into what we were doing. We were well coached. And um, that Fory. Yep, Fory and and yeah. and Rat Barry Matthews and Nick yep. Anderson. They all they all added their bits, and it was it was perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Well done. Yeah. Congratulations. A lot of pride for the district winning yeah. the Meads Cup. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So some heartbreaking games along the way. Oh, there was a lot. There was a lot of hidings along the way. There was a lot of good times. It's, yeah. Um, no, it is. I always hold it there that when you put that jersey on, that you're representing your family and your friends and and the community. So every time I put that on, I just you know you give it your best because you want to make them proud as well as yourself yeah. and your family. You need a pretty understanding employer too for all the away games. There's a lot of travel. Definitely, there's yeah. a lot of travel. Uh, you're away all weekend, 
on the away games and then you're touring, you know, when you go around the world, you tour, you know, three weeks at a time. So, no, they, they've been very understanding. Who did you go around the world with? Uh, well, North Otago, we didn't go around the world, but we've gone done trips to <laughs> yeah. Japan and Canada and right? we've done all the islands and yep. now there's a, there's a tour in the pipeline for this year too. Is it? Yeah, just one, just over to Aussie. Is tempting to put the boots back on and play one more season? Oh, or? Yeah, no, 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 no. Now the boots are in the rubbish now. I think my <laughs> wife put them in there. <laughs> yeah, sure. They're still making boots, though. So just staying yeah. out there. Oh, that's fantastic. And you know they always had Heartland teams. How many years did you get called up? Uh, I was lucky enough to make it nine times in that nine, time. Nine, yeah. Only nine years. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, it takes more than luck to get yeah, in nine yeah. times. <laughs> I wouldn't mind some of that luck, Gary. Yeah. Yeah. If I was lucky, I'd get them once, but yeah. I had to play rugby first, I suppose. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, a lot of lot of great memories, though, a lot of great friendships. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And families get pretty involved, too, do they? Yeah, because, I mean, seeing photos of you, you know, holding your kids and, you know, getting trophies handed over and things. So pretty special moments for the for creating memories there. Certainly. Um, that was that's what it was all about towards the end of my career. My kids were old enough, mm. so they kind of understood what was happening. And after every game, they'd run on and be like, that's my dad, that's my dad, you know. And, <laughs> that's brilliant. And it was, it was special to have finished the way we did and, and have my kids an age, which I hope they remember. Yeah. Because, you know, it's, uh, it was really special for me to have them there. Mm. And my wife, who's been the rock at home, yeah. uh, you know, we've been training four nights a week or, or in, in the gym, and she's at home working full-time and then going home and looking after the kids, putting them to bed. and Yeah. So, you know, she's been uh, a legend. Yep. Yeah. Did you marry an Omaru girl? Or just, uh, uh, yes, she, yes, she was an Omaru. She went to St. Joe's, St. Kevin's, then university. Then oh, you married yeah. a Dorman. I went, yeah, yeah okay. I know. Yeah, yeah. There was a bit of controversy yeah. around when I when yeah. they happened, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Building bridges. Yes, yeah. yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very good. Um, and when did cricket fall by on the wayside, or are you still playing that? No, not really. After sort of high school, I haven't played again. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it takes up a whole Saturday. And if, opening the batting, yeah. if you get out early, the day's ruined. Yeah. And you don't bowl. Well, I wanted to bowl, but I was never, never good enough to bowl. So, yeah, I thought, no, I'll just save Saturdays for something else. Yeah. I think the New Zealand team's still looking for yeah. one or two players. Yeah. Oh, I've been ringing and they haven't answered. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, what is you going forward like? What's your involvement with old boys now? Are you coaching and playing, or just you know cleaning boots? Like, what do you do with the team now? So last year was my f- last year's coaching and, p- and playing as well. So yeah. this year I've taken a step back, back, and I'm going to concentrate on trying to reestablish our junior rugby yep. program and and Brilliant. and get back get the numbers get the roots and, going yeah, again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you who's stepped into coach this season? Um, one of our players is also retired, and yeah. he's he's going to jump in and do that too. Yeah. So, yeah. And what about your involvement in North Otago? Uh, I'm still an assistant coach, so I'm still rolling that one. Yeah. How did you get that past the wife? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm dear, I'm going to retire. She was so happy. But I'll still go every weekend with the team. Yeah, yeah. and every night at yeah. training yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and everything, you know. Yeah. She was... Very patient. She is. I don't know when it's going to end, though. Yeah. That's what she thinks. So I don't know. It's ended, it's ended. And then, oh, no, I'm coaching now. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel with a lot more Pacifica in the team, you have an understanding and, and connect with them, or it's all pretty much even, everyone coming in now? 
no, one hundred percent. I feel like I have got that bond. Yeah. Um, it's, you got to communicate to them a little bit differently than what you would communicate to a a Pakeha or a Palangi. Yeah. 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 Sometimes if you fire up and, and you you tell them, then they don't respond very well. To no, they? they don't like that. No. So you've no. got to you know you know give them the right the right way. This right ways of doing things. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout, throughout your career, you must have um, obviously played 120-something games. Any memorable um, players that you played against? Um, oh, there's been a lot. Yeah. Um, Case Muse, uh, he took me to school once. <laughs> Did you yeah, against yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, I was probably against him, and he just he took me to school. And then we had a few beers after the game, and he was gave me a lot of tips. So that, and those are tips that I still pass on now to – a lot of our boys, mm. so you know that's what rugby's all about. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was towards the end of his his yeah. stint. Yeah, yeah. You know, getting playing against some of those big legends, and you know, them being good enough to and humble enough to actually share. Yeah, experience. that's right. Yeah. That's one hundred percent true. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's cool. So, um, just talk to us about outside of rugby, and also you've got family. What other involvements in town? I know that your mum and, and your cousins are quite involved. What else? You're still involved with the Pacifica groups. You're still, you know, or more just family and rugby based at this stage. At this stage, mainly family and rugby. My kids are still involved with that, uh, with the culture group, Pacific yeah. culture group, and I'll chip in every now and again when I have the time. But yeah, yeah it's 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 yeah. Tough. Yeah, you're a busy man. <laughs> Have you been back to Samoa and seen, caught up with your history and family over there? Or no, is- no, I went on a rugby tour there in 2012, but that was the last time I went back. Yep. But it's something that I I really want to do. That's on I want to I want to learn the language properly. Yeah. And just so I can and teach my kids. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they um they've got some knowledge of the language or a little bit from what. My mum teaches yeah. them. Yeah. 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 No, that's important to to give them that connection, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Up. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. And so, yeah, you're not quite decided on what you're going to be doing next, but, um, you know, we certainly hope that uh, you, you find what you want and you really succeed in that. Um, I think you've given a lot to North Otago over the years and you don't do that. You know, that doesn't happen easily. You've made a lot of sacrifices to make that happen. So... Thank you very much for all that you've done, and um, you know having a having a team that performs uh, like North Otago rugby team can at its height. Um, you know it's just so good for the pride of the district, and you know being able to say it's our team. You know, up there with the big boys, but yeah. like but like your kids saying, "That's my dad." <laughs> yeah, but it is. I think even North Otago, who has a slight interest in rugby or massive. Like I knew your name, but I didn't know you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you've just been around for a while. And it was sort of the team was named Ralph Dana. Yeah, good. We'll do it right this year. You know? <laughs> and it just seemed to be how it was. You, you brought a steady influence and it was reassurance. And, um, yeah, that was real good. And, and Lemmy's the same. Like, yeah, you, you guys must get on well, do you? Yeah, and, very well. Yeah, he's yeah, a hard case, well. old Lemmy. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, there, was, there was probably one thing I learned at high school. Uh, we were lucky enough to have really good coaches, Um who were your coaches? Uh, the late Wayne Kinzer and yeah. uh, Peter Cook. Brilliant. Excellent. And, um, and it was always, you know, put to us about creating a really good culture and a really good environment. Yeah. And school where rugby is the best because you, you spend every minute of the day together at school. Then you go to training. Then you play. Then you're in the weekends you're always mucking around together. So you're really close and you're really tight. 
So creating that bond and that and that that culture that you want to be the best because the guy beside you is wanting the same. Yeah. And it's something that I've always that when I learned, I always wanted to pass that on. And every other team that I've been involved in, it's something that I push really, really high as a priority is is creating a good, yep. positive culture where everybody has a good time because if everybody's happy and everyone's having a good time, then they'll give you that little bit more. Brilliant. How many kids you got? Three. Right, and they're all into rugby. Yes, my boy is almost four and he's looking forward to playing rapper rugby. Right. And they've got two girls, Taylor, nine, and Manaya, seven. So they're, right. yeah. They maybe give them some round balls. Soccer? Yeah. Or netball? Either. Either, yeah. <laughs> oh, they play it all. Yeah. They yeah. play futsal and they play, yeah. Yeah, netball. Yeah. Um, they play ripper, they play, you know, everything. They're into everything, which is good. Yeah. yeah. No, it's. It, I mean, and they, it all helps them develop what uh, what, what sports they want to play, That's but also, right. you know, the number of good kickers that are in rugby that have played football and they're yeah, younger. That's I mean, right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It helps. Yeah, it doesn't go the other way though. You get those rugby guys <laughs> who try and play soccer and they take your nah, legs out, yeah. mate. You know, <laughs> anyway, yeah, take them off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, and so just talk to us about um, yeah North Otago. You know it's been good to you by the sounds of it, and you've been part of the community and you've given back. But just just talk to us about that. You've you enjoy where you live. You don't you know you don't have any plans about going finding the brighter lights in Australia or anything like that. You're quite enjoying being settled here and raising the family here, or what's the yeah definitely yeah. definitely it's it's something which. I've always wanted for my kids to experience what I have, and yep. that's been close to their cousins yep. and close to grandparents and, and enjoying what Omru has to offer because Omru has it all. Yep. Everything you need, it's right here. And I found a lot of my friends that did go to uni, most of them have all come back. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So they're all coming back and they're all doing different things than what they studied. So mm. Omru is it's a great place, and I'm lucky that I never left, and I, I don't regret that at all. Yeah. No, we're a pretty happy estate, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, no, re- really happy estate, yep. And still involved, and it's quite exciting about your journey and, and your pathway into the younger um, JOB now and getting involved with them. And you've obviously made a choice, and, um, yeah, there's going to be some lucky young boys coming through, and then you can install that culture of fun and friendship and connection in the teams. Yes, boys or girls. Boys or girls, yeah. Yep. Yeah, sorry, and young girls. <laughs> we have a fantastic... Apparently they play rugby these days. <laughs> yeah, they're very good at it too. <laughs> we sound like those old muppets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you do. <laughs> yeah. No, we said uh, to Sene, uh, we remarked oh. on the New Zealand women's team, you know, just how fantastic that was. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it, was, it just made such a, an amazing contrast, you know, as, as great as the All Blacks are, mm. to see people actually, you know, having real fun, yes, enjoying right. the, the rugby. Right. It was great. So, yeah. And yeah. you would have followed Sene's, you know, around, like her... Development and when yes, she makes teams yeah. all around the world, yeah. you've been super proud. Yeah, know? definitely. Yeah. She's always been a go-getter, so it didn't surprise me. Yeah, with all her achievements along the way. Yeah, she'll be faster than you, is she? Probably. Yeah, yeah I'd say. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> you, you'd win the ball in the rack, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm trying to build them up a bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Uh, that's great. Well. Thank you very much for for joining us today, Ralph. It's been great getting to know more about you and uh, what you know. Just talking about some of the things you've achieved in your life so far. Um, I'm sure that you are 
you haven't reached the end of that by any means. So, you know, wish you all the very, very best for the future. Yeah, I just want to say thank you for what you've given um, through rugby, but what you've given, and um, you brought a lot of pride back into the nation, uh, into the um, the town, and that, and um, just you played with your heart on your sleeve. Every time I've seen you play, you you always played with passion, and um, and that's good, and that's what we want, and we want our young people looking up to people like you. You know that you played hard, and then you got off, and you're still mates, and you always smiled. So I uh, really appreciate that about you. Really appreciate that you're a really approachable that you um you're willing to share your knowledge your time your energy with anyone that would ask um that's the kind of people we want in this town that yeah you play hard but off the field everyone's a mate or you can help everyone out so you've you've done quite a bit for our district and um yeah and holding up the side of the scrum when you know some of the other guys wanted to go backwards you keep going forwards except against case yeah yeah wow that's a different story quite understandable Yeah. yeah yeah so thank you for coming in today Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thanks for having me. That's right. Excellent. Yeah. There you go. What do you reckon, Gary? No. 120 games for North Targa. Yeah. Bash in the body. Mate. Yeah. I just want to find oh. a little corner of my room and stay in there and just, yeah, nurse my sore body all the time. But obviously he's, um, he's a machine, isn't he? He is yeah. indeed. Yeah. Hey, really excited about where he's going to go. I love that he's got a dream and a vision and, you mm-hmm. know, and like you said, the freezing boots has been good to him, but he's wanting to branch out into something else. So yeah. there's guys like that who want to make a difference in our town and, and went and got the degree or whatever it is to, you know, back him up. That's, mm. that's good. So Yeah, well, that was certainly the idea behind the degrees is, mm. you know, for these people to be role models, you know, basically yeah. in, his, in the workforce, you know, doing a bit of leadership and so on within his... Yeah team at, at work but equally you know showing people that you can go back to school and learn even yeah. while you're working yeah and um and show people in your family that hey look you know it's there's never it's never too late to learn yeah so uh, no it's it's great and um really just appreciate the you know the positivity the the teamwork ethic that uh that, that Ralph brings into whatever he's, he's doing. He's a good man, Ralph. Hmm. All right, let's see who we got on the podcast next week. Indeed. Look right, forward right. to it. Catch you later. Cheers. Bye.